come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard. I sell it with my whip. It's off the hard. I'm the What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado. People down the whole 305 South Florida region and my people down Laredo, you are tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro DuBell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. The only thing we ask you to do is a call during the uh, breaks and be patient during the long breaks. And segments and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also if you need to reach out to me or follow me on twitter you can do that at sports grind and also if you uh, want to stream the show live and leave comments um, i'll respond to those and read those on air in real time if i don't i'll respond to them later uh, you can go to the facebook business page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal page as well too and like i said i'll leave comments uh you i'll read your comments or respond to them there um, and also if you ever miss any of the episodes live all right you can go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily seven days a week 365 and also if you um, are in a market that doesn't have us terrestrial radio wise or you're traveling or we're getting preempted by play by play or you might have technical difficulties. Listen to us on an app, but make sure you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com and you can find us there as well, too. Just click the play button. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready, rock and roll. All right, man. So it is hump day Wednesday. Uh, let's get it going. We've got a lot to get on, get going. I told you all yesterday, this is the time of year where things just get uh, super busy, On the, particularly on uh, everybody in the industry, but really on this program because we take pride in um, covering everything as much as possible that's in the sports world. Uh, but we've got a lot with the NBA tipping off last night. Uh, definitely we've got a good slate of games uh, in for tonight. Uh, you know, back here in the backyard, we've got the, uh, you know, Wimby mania and Wimby um, air officially gets going tonight um, in the Frost Bank Center uh, with the Dallas Mavericks coming right up I-35 uh, to get it on. So we're going to look at that. I want to take another glance at their win total because I know we kind of talked about in the last segment of the show yesterday and kind of ran out of time when we got to them. So I want to dissect that a little bit more. Also, Coach Pop made some interesting comments that came across my radar in regards to expectations for this team and how he's going to go about it and what's really been taking place over the last few years. Uh, definitely want to talk about that. Um, the defending champs got underway last night. Speaking of the Denver Nuggets, uh, they raised the banners, um, got a victory. Um, really just, um, I'm going to get into this a little bit more, but really just picked up you know, from where they left off, especially the Joker. I mean, he just rolled out of bed from the finals, spending most of his time back home in his home country and came back and said, here's another triple-double to start the year in your mouth. So I definitely want to get to that. Also, I, I've got, you know, got some questions to the Mile High City because uh, there were some sounds coming through uh, my TV set and chants. And like I said, I really keep uh, – uh, ear and I'm kept an ear a long time to that region up in the uh, beautiful Rocky Mountains, 
and um, kind of just looking like, okay. I mean, I didn't know that particular type of uh, fan base or, or that kind of edge, you know, and I'm talking about the whole chanting, who's your daddy chants that rang loud um, in the arena last night, of course, echoed toward the Lakers because of Mike Malone's comment. So we'll circle back around. Uh, also, NFL, uh, of course, we've got NFL news. Um, we've got some clarity a little bit, uh, not full clarity, but we've got some clarity on Deshaun Watson and really what he's dealing with. Uh, so we're going to get to that. Uh, we've got um, other NFL news as well, too, uh, when we talk about Looking ahead, where you know tomorrow uh, we're officially going to get Week Eight uh, in the National Football League underway uh, tomorrow, but you still have that trade deadline kind of looming a little bit, and we'll talk about that if we get to it. I definitely want to talk about Jim Ursay's uh, comments uh, about the officiating and what he said. Uh, in regards to what the league office allegedly have told him. I definitely have my thoughts about that. Kareem Jackson, got my thoughts about that. We talked about it yesterday. He's won an appeal. I want to talk to what that really means and kind of what I figured um, in regards to that. College, um, the big talk has really been about this Michigan uh taping, stealing sign scandal. I mean, a lot more people are starting to weigh in. Uh, Coach Prime's giving his thoughts. And Ryan Day, uh, he didn't choose to take the bait, but he does have a suggestion. So I will get to that as well, too. Um, and we've got some news that's kind of trickled in. It's kind of, you know, of course, it wasn't released on a Friday, so can't say Friday news dump. But it's kind of going through the cracks. We've got um, another addition uh, into Augusta that's a female uh, member. Um, I definitely want to touch on that. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's start with, because we're still in October, you know, even though we're winding down, uh, baseball. We've got the World Series, which is set in stone. You have the Diamondbacks. They complete a comeback as they defeat the Phillies back-to-back -back games in Philly by winning game seven, four to two. Um Hats off to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And and before we even get into how last night played, you, you had let me know this. We discussed this last week. Do you remember ballpark what the pre-flop odds was on Arizona Diamondbacks to win the World Series? You told us, you told the audience last week what you came across, what the odds were, you know, pre at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, their World Series odds right. um, were something like plus 17,000. Uh, just and, and as I tweeted last night, going back to looking at those odds, because um, I wanted plus seven thousand to win the NL. Okay, so so plus seven thousand just to win the just National to make League it to the World Series. That's about I think that's equivalent to about uh, seventy to one. I want to think if my math is right. Um, you know, if you go straight odds, I know in, in betting DraftKings and betting apps across the country, everything, you know, is kind of graded on like plus 1,000, plus 2,000, plus 5,000. But when you talk about just the straight up odds, I think that's going to equivalent, that's going to equate to 70 to 1, or I doubt it is as high as 700 to 1, but I think that's probably about 70 to 1 odds. But we'll yeah, get but, that And I can confirm here, yeah. it was plus 17,000 to win it all. And then plus 7,000, as I said. I mean, that puts you terror just for the other teams that were around right. 
All right. The Kansas City Royals were plus 20,000. So were the wow. Reds. All right. Wow. The Pirates were plus 25,000. Uh, this is the Giants were ahead of them at plus 6,000. Of course, the Yankees were up there plus 750. Yeah. You know, preseason. Yeah. And what was the Dodgers was probably plus the Dodgers six, were plus eight fifty. Yeah, eight fifty. Yeah, it's um it puts you it puts it kinda in perspective. I mean, definitely a long shot, but I mean, credit the Rangers plus forty five hundred preseason to win the World Series. It's you know both of them impressive. I you know I, we touched on this a little bit yesterday. If you missed the show, you can go to sportsgroundonline.com and uh, check the podcast out. But we discussed and I kind of brought it up in regards to you know MLB's position and really what Manford is hoping to. And we played this game for years on this program in regards to the ratings watch and what's better. Um, now again, if you are a seam head and you're a baseball fan, you're going to tune into the Fall Classic regardless. Uh, but baseball is one of those sports um, that really concentrates on the have been trying to concentrate on the newer generation, the younger generation, not the old school old heads. And those are the people, the real seam heads of the old school, kind of around my age, a little bit older, that if you're really a baseball fan, you're going to tune in to the fall classic no matter what. But the matching game of who you want from a standpoint of a league and ratings, that's kind of really what matters behind closed doors. And really, when you look at this particular matchup, it's not a home run, no pun intended, uh, with the league office and MLB and the networks. Um, it's not. Doesn't mean it's not going to be a great series. I mean, Diamondbacks would be looking to get their second World Series championship in, in you know, in history, the second or third. I think it's uh, two. Uh, it would be yeah, the second. It would be their second. Um, and you look at the Rangers are looking to win their first. Um, so. It should be exciting, but when you talk about from the market size and the two teams, it's not one of those series that's probably going to get the casual buyer, non-baseball fan uh, to stop by. So, But the positives, uh, a lot of credit. I mean, I've talked about them all year. Y'all know how I feel about Bruce Bochy. Uh, he's going to the World Series. This is a big deal. I mean, when you take it on the Diamondbacks, I think when you look at this series and, and what I like about the Game 7s, because, you know, when you look at football, you've got four quarters for Super Bowl Sunday. There's there's no three out of five. There's no four out of seven. So you don't get that feel of really looking at a coach or a coaching staff really have to maybe go out the norm because it's winner take all. You it, It's just a different sport, different feel. Same thing with basketball. You got three out of five. You got four out of sevens. In baseball, it the, the four out of sevens and the game sevens in baseball is intriguing because to me, you know, baseball is all about matchups and manager decisions and lefties versus righties and you know what is this career guy against this pitcher what is he against a right-hander you know reference to a left-hander and when you get into a game seven it pretty much all goes out the window and you saw pretty much two managers last night um in the arizona diamondbacks and phillies game kind of manage like that you know in regards to having their aces go out and try to get two innings and then that so i thought that was very intriguing um and really the diamondbacks i mean look at this i mean they they took three out of four to come back to win this series they left you know beat up two games ruckus crowd game one and two out in philly they go back to the desert they end up basically sweeping in the desert and they come back and take two straight game six and seven in Philly. That is impressive. Um, and to me, when you look at it, 
And I'm not trying to bail either team out or either organization organization out. But when you really put it in perspective, you don't ever take anything for granted. But both of these teams are really playing with borderline house money. I mean, both of these teams, you can make arguments, are ahead of schedule or, or at least a year or two ahead of schedule, especially the Diamondbacks. I mean, they haven't spent the type of money the Rangers have spent. But I, again, over the years, I've downplayed this whole money thing because the baseball haters and, and people that, oh, well, you just can buy a champion. You can buy. Well, those days are pretty much almost over. And that's the reason why even the New York Yankees have changed their model over the last four or five years where they're just not trying to throw up a bunch of, bunch of money at a bunch of free agents, older free agents. Now, the thing I think they need to change up is their front office. Uh, with Cashman and then maybe the manager, but that's a whole other story. But so you can't just say, oh, well, the high market team spend. No, this is another almost 20 years with no back to back champion. Uh, you got two teams, uh, one that does represent that whole high payroll owner spent a lot of money. And then one that represents the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's our this game. This team, the Diamondbacks lost over 100 games just two years ago. Uh, both teams did. True. Forget about the Rangers. But I think and, and I don't want to. This is not to disrespect to the Rangers. It's a different. There's levels to everything. I think it's a little bit more. First of all, it's impressive for me for Bochi to come out the couch and lead this team to a World Series first year. He's got to be if he cashes in on this, he's got to be put up there with the Joe Torres, the other managers of all time. I mean, this is very impressive. But I think overall, it's still a little bit more impressive when you say the Diamondbacks lost over 100 games two years ago, and here they are now because they haven't spent a lot of money. They're, they're not spending the money that the Rangers spent. They're not spending the money um, that the, the Red Sox, the Yankees, uh, the Dodgers. They're just not. So, I mean, both of them are impressive, but I'm going to give the edge a little bit just of really saying, wow. And I'm going to give that to the Diamondbacks. Now, in regards to the series um, and picking the series, I really want to see the matchups first. Um, I'll probably basically tell you before we break out of here tomorrow um, probably Thursday or Friday, I'll, I'll probably tell you who I'm really rolling with. If I tell you right now, I'm leaning toward Rangers. And the reason why is just I believe they're pitching. And, of course, uh, Bruce Bochy. It, 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 it means that that experience, I believe, from a manager standpoint, uh, means a lot. And that's why right now, okay, I'll confirm this come Friday because we've got to wait a few days. I think game one is, what, Friday or Saturday. Uh, in the World Series, one of the two. But I will let you know. Uh, Friday. Friday, yeah. I'll let you know Friday before we get out of here. Officially, I'm rolling with uh, to host that championship uh, trophy. 877-37-GRIND. Uh, but definitely an exciting series. I think both series, uh, you know, when you look at the Astros and the Rangers and you look at Philly and the Diamondbacks, are, were both, you know, pretty much impressive. And credit to Bryce Harper. I don't think it was necessary, but, you know, he stood there in front of his locker and, and took the uh, – Took a big chunk of the blame, saying, hey, I, I didn't come through. feel like I let my teammates down. I know he was in a position where he had two guys on base, I believe. At least one, a home run could have tied it or gave him a one-run lead. But look, Bryce Harper has stepped up for the most part in 90 95% of his situations that he's been in the postseason. But it's refreshing when you have the best player on the team uh, really coming out and saying, and really, Bryce Harper had a heck of a postseason. I mean, he did. Um, you know, he had a couple multiple RBIs, multiple home runs. Uh, it's obviously you can see the reason why Phillies gave him all that money a few years ago. Um, you know, they just got to get over the hump. 
Uh, you know, this is the second year in a row they put themselves in the position or close to the position, um, and they've come up short. But I think when you have the commitment that they do from their ownership and their general manager, um, and especially their, you know, everyday ball manager, Skipper, I think that, you know, they probably won't be going anywhere, you know, anytime soon, you know, and they've proven that they've got an ownership that's willing to spend money. 877-37-GRIME. When we get back, let's start with a little NBA. You know, it is opening. We had opening night last night. We had the defending champs, the uh, the Denver Nuggets that raised the banner. Uh, Definitely want to talk about that. KD returned to Golden State. And, you know, I got to give credit to AC, man. She made me look at a different, you know, way of perspective about the Chris Paul signing in regards to him joining the Warriors. And we saw a little bit of glimpse of that last night. We'll talk about it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great bold and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro DeBell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, if you're looking to check out what the latest new products they have coming in, or you already know what you want, but you just want it delivered straight to your doorstep, don't forget about Specs because the fun starts here. And don't forget, they're official sponsor of the Sports Grind and official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and there you go. 877-37-GRIND. 
All right. So uh, before we get into uh, really diving into last night and looking at some of the basketball action before we get to uh, the National Football League, let's go to the phones. Uh, We're going to go to uh, Chris. Chris is calling from Boulder, Colorado. Chris, you're on the sports grind here listening on Mile High Sports. What's going on, Chris? What's on your mind, man? Yeah, just really quick, man. I wanted to give you your flowers. Um, I found your show a couple months ago. I've been listening ever since, but for you to be able to hold a three-hour show and be as entertaining and as funny as you are, um, that's hard to do. So I wanted to give you your flowers. I put you up there with, like, the Jim Romes and and some of those other guys. So I want to say that before I I start. (laughs) All right, Chris. I appreciate, man. I appreciate the kind words. You know, I really do, man. I appreciate you finding us and listening to you. What do you want to get off your chest today, man? What's on your mind? So I wanted to talk about uh, Dion. I'm kind of off the Dion train now. Mm. Um, they're partying a little too much up there for me. Uh, after last night seeing them uh, sitting courtside, Travis and Shadour, in the middle of the week, uh, big game against UCLA, I don't see the focus there. Uh, I see a lot of partying um, first, and then if they happen to win some games along the way, uh, that's fine too, but I, I'm not sure. Like you've always said, there's level to this, right? right. He's got to tighten some things up up there. Um, but you know, this this partying and and some of those things they're doing, the optics are, don't look very good. I just want to hear your opinion on that. Okay, before you hang up, Chris, I got a couple questions for you because I'm going to respond to sure. that. Uh, I got a couple questions. First of all, yep. if you don't mind me asking you, because you're not a female, so we, I don't care. It's not rude. But how old are you? How old are you, Chris? I'm. A- I'm 52. Okay, so you're older than me. So, okay, you you grown up and you know about Dion. Number two question I want to ask you, because it's a nice segue, because I was going to get to that. Um, look, I, if you've been listening to this show here for the last couple months, appreciate it. So you heard me say this a number, numerous of times. I've I've paid attention a lot to the sports scene up in the Colorado area just because of the interest of the Denver Broncos and all this. And when I tuned in last night and watched the Denver Nuggets and the Lakers and I heard the chant break out that who's your daddy that's that's more because i'm pretty sure i don't know if you're from there or how long you lived in the colorado area but i'm thinking like okay man that sounds more like philly or boston now i've, I've heard them boo i mean i've especially through the lean times i've heard them get booed at mile high stadium before so i know it's got in the fan base but did that what what is that brewing down there because i'm like wow this is what they're on and i understand the whole talking back and forth from mike malone with the lakers and i've told everybody since mike malone showed up he's took an exception to the lakers crowd that used to come in in the Pepsi Center and take over. But what, what was your thoughts about that? I mean, is that is that in y'all down there? Does, was that kind of like, wow, this is who we are now, I guess? It's it's front running in a way. <laughs> I mean, you look at you look at what LeBron has done, done the Lakers organization, and you win mm-hmm. one, and then that's how you react. Right. Uh, I, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like that whole um, – yeah, you, we, we won a championship, but, like, you just say, okay, we won a championship, and, and it was a great accomplishment, but you don't act like you're above them when they have as many rings in a historic franchise as the Lakers. But I, I just don't get it, man. I it's got just, you. It's kind of stra- weird. Okay. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the phone call, Chris. I appreciate you listening to con words, man. Keep grinding, man. Uh, let me go ahead and address your question, though, and because I did see it. Uh, you know, me and AC, my significant other was watching it. Um, look, because first thing popped in my mind was like, damn, what well, NIL money is on a different level. But look, and that's why I asked Chris how old he was, which he's older than me. Um, but Dion, I mean, you got to think of where he came from. I mean, he's got Dion's blood in him. And what I mean by that is, you know, 
and again, it's a generation thing because I've said this before. You know, if you look at that game they played at Stanford, and, and I mean they played against Stanford at home, you know, and they blew that what was it twenty nine to zero or twenty four, whatever the, the case may be at halftime. They blew a big lead. Um, there was a lot of talk going around that Deshure Sanders. You know, you got to remember that was Travis Hunter's first game back. Um, that they didn't like the body language that they had, you know, in regards to the kind of like, oh, well, you know, here we go again. So you, they've gotten the spoil, you know, this and that thrown their way, um, which at that point, I'm not going to sit there and say that wasn't fair criticism. But I think and, you know, Chris is probably old school thinking kind of like me. But these these young men, I'm not going to call them kids, these young men. Um, in the day of social media and the day of being able to collect NIL money um, and being, quote unquote, an influencer, there if you are, there's a lot, not too many people can pull that off, you know, meaning like there, there's quarterbacks across Division One college all over the place. You know, uh, you got some of your high end ones uh, again, you know, Caleb Williams playing out in USC. He's in California. I don't know if you're going to see – I don't know if the same opportunity for Penix Jr. out of Washington presents him to be courtside like that. I mean, that's prime son. Um, you know, he's got – he's shooting commercials with his dad. I don't know if I really have a problem with it. Now, the party thing that he's talking about, um, but that's the that's the gift and the curse and the mixed bads out there because I believe regardless of what Deshure Sanders is doing on social media, I mean, he's got pro athletes flashing the – they call it the Deshure where you flash like the watch and everything. I've seen NBA guys doing it. There's an NFL guy that did it. Um, it's one of those situations to where I don't think that that represents – what Coach Prime is and that coaching staff is really doing behind closed doors. I think they're putting in the work. I just think that's part of his aura, and that's just who he's going to be. I mean, and, and to me, it has a lot to do the DNA that's running, you know, running through his blood. What do you got? But a lot of it, you know, it's my favorite word, Cal, optics. And I see where Chris, Colorado is entering this weekend. They've got UCLA, all right? They are plus 17 underdogs. uh, Yeah. As we get into this weekend. Plus 17 point underdogs. And when you're sitting there courtside, like it's, you've got to do something. You have to earn that opportunity. Like to to really, you're talking about game week. It's the Lakers, the the, tip off on NBA. Like they didn't have to pay for those seats. I know you don't want didn't watch the Spurs every night last year, but Frank Harris did get that opportunity. It wasn't against the Lakers, but he gets to, he gets, he gets to be rolled out there at a, at a Spurs game. And and, and well, I'm, I didn't know that. I wasn't going to go there that way. But again, it's my point. Look, so it, it's it's a distraction. Like I I can kind of see if, if they were still maybe I don't know. I'll take give them one loss. If they if they take one of those against Oregon or against USC. Then you can kind of say, okay, you know, but, they're they're paying their way, but they've dropped two of the last three, and it hasn't been pretty in the last three games. But look, we're moving the goalpost on Colorado, and I've said this before. Who's moving we're, the goalpost? I think in, if we look at it that way, because at the end of the day, this program, when we say what have they done, this program won one game last season. If you look at the combined three seasons. And you can look at the total. The revenue. There was a time where 
the athletic director, or I think it was the university's president, said, yeah, we brought them all. We don't know how we're going to pay them, though, but we, yeah, we got faith in Dion. Go look at the math that's been broke down over the last two months of how much money that that They've program, generated the ROI. That, okay, so, so at the end of the day, they I've said it before. It's because I came in there, gave them criticism when they blew the lead at Stanford. I said there was no need to blow that lead, and they need to. So they've gotten criticism, but they have already like when we say they haven't done anything. Th- there's a reason why you say, well, Frank Harris could go to. Say, he was at the Spurs game. Nobody, nobody. I mean, again, I'm like that's apples and oranges. UTSA is not going to get the attention on the national level that Coach Prime and in Boulder, Colorado's getting. But the reality of it is, is that they are. They, I mean, they have done something. I mean, there was nobody that they really won thought. Four games. And and how many did they win last week, last year, and how many did they win before? It's I like it's, they, they they entered the year with a with the over under of like what three and a half. Okay, so okay? but but but, we, but that but the season is not done. I didn't mission, say, but that mission has, is not accomplished. It, but, but it doesn't matter though. But this is, goes back to when you bring up my thing is no one would have a problem. And if, if the roles were reversed and it was down here, no one would have an issue off of Frank Harris being at the Spurs game. Because and at the end of the day, they didn't really win too many non-conference games this year. My point is this goes back to don't give the guy a Lamborghini that's going through 170. Don't give him a more speeding ticket, expensive speeding ticket, because he didn't go break it in a Honda like the other guy. Look, the, this is because, first of all, I just got through watching not too long ago and I lived it. And I know you did. I just got through watching a documentary with Johnny Menzel that was hanging out with Drake, that was hanging out with rappers at him, that was lying about getting money before NIL. And, yeah, you had some Johnny because at that time, Johnny was either one of those guys, either you loved him or you hated him. It was an outrage. Deshaun Sanders is at a Denver Nuggets game and he's sitting courtside. So we don't know whether he paid for the tickets or not. So for you to sit there and say, well, he didn't pay for that, we don't know. And at the end of the day, they have won already four games. They've got a top 25 win in week one against their belt. Week one. So it doesn't matter, though. This is not a one-year pro- – they've achieved already. Do they want to be competitive? They haven't got – other than the Oregon game, they haven't really got embarrassed for the exceptions of maybe blowing a lead at Stanford. But to sit there and you know criticize – and this is not really to Chris because I see where he's looking at it. But at the reality of it is, is this is what I mean by moving the goalposts. They've won for this year. I mean, this is why Coach Prime tells you, you get them now. And I think that the optics of that they're just partying, they're doing all that, that's not the case. Because you can't take 70, 80 new guys and put them, and we're talking 19-year-old kids, 2021. 20, you can't put them from all different parts and put that in a spring and then even go get the product that you saw unless there's work being put in behind closed doors. But this is the era that we're in. Now, my whole thing, and I, we can move on from this, this is a situation where you could sit there and be rooting for your favorite team. You bought the jersey. He's your favorite player. You all you, you got bets with somebody that your team, and you could take this for basketball, football, baseball, and then all of a sudden you're just devastated. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to talk to anybody because your favorite team lost. And these are paid professionals, but then you look at the next day, and they're hanging out with the guy who beat them. Or you're hearing that they're going out of dinner. Or they're showing. They're paid athletes. They're getting paid. We're talking about technically amateurs that have NIL. And we're going to be overcritical of them to say, I don't know. Look, each is own. It's an opinion. I just feel if you, this is what I mean by when you're moving the goalposts. They've achieved what more people thought they were going to do in 2023. Period. And, 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 the, and, and the reason why, because nobody had them winning week one. That, that's the thing. And see, this is the reason why 
and this is not piling on Chris because appreciate you listening, but this is the reason why I have to sit there and when things like Debo Swinney comes across my radar or whatever and he's getting a hundred million and the word dynasty was already done with Clemson and everything like that, but all of a sudden he's flying in the radar because he's on his verge of losing and not making the playoffs three years in a row. What is Paul Feinbaum, the mouth of the South, saying if Nick Saban in Alabama misses three? Then it's done. My point, the reason I'm bringing that up is because we pick and choose of who rubs us the wrong way or who does. And I'm not saying this is what Chris was doing, but it comes down to where it's like, oh, okay, he's at a Denver Nuggets game. Okay, we are in the era where the who's and the who's. And if you can do it, then show up. We've got the whole nation watching a damn Taylor Swift movement, knowing that this is going to be our last game. This is what, the, and trust me, y'all have listened to me long enough. Y'all know I don't like this era we're living in, the social media era, the way everybody's more worried about clicks than really what their goals are in life and how many likes they get and how many shares they get. So y'all know I'm not down from that cloth, but the reality of it is people that are 20, 25 years younger than I am, that this is what it is. Because whatever kid, there, there would be any Division I college football player, a quarterback especially, would have the opportunity to tune in or, or attend a second row, third row of floor at when LeBron's in town and it's opening night and you play for Denver. Come on, man. It's not, I, I don't think, I'd rather stay critical of how the product looks on the field. Like if DeShore starts throwing interceptions or he has a bad attitude on the sideline, I'd rather dissect that instead of just sitting there and just going to pile on this young man because he's in the second and third row at the Denver where there's been college athletes way before NIL and all that, that was hanging out with rappers like Johnny Menzel. I mean, come on. Okay, but, I mean, but where does that, where did that get Johnny? Okay. At the end of the day, this is not, this is not done. What's not you, done? You, the season for Colorado. You even said we were talking breaking down their last loss. Uh, Shador Sanders. You put a lot of the blame on him. So for, you're telling me. So for, you're for, so, the, for the class. So, you didn't want it. You didn't want it. Like it's one thing for Prime to be. There. So do you want him to stay home? So because he's an athlete, and because he's a, he's a star. He's a four or five star quarterback. And because they haven't won or they were on a two or three game losing streak, he shouldn't be seen out in public. Or he should be seen, but you want him sitting up in nosebleed. No, I, I would, what, I, I, I'm I would, not understanding this. I would say that we're in the middle of the season. Again, you're, you're in a stretch to where you're having a lack of success. That's where the real um, scrutiny comes out is because you're struggling. Colorado the last few weeks has been struggling. But what so is that? So, so this is a struggling team. So if, if this was after the season... If we're in December after the bowl, you know, or January after the so bowl, so I'm game, asking you, what do you want? So he's not allowed to go to basketball games. I, That's what you're saying. I, 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 I don't think if again if they were winning, it would have been one thing that you can go ahead and yeah go to the game. But if you're but if you're losing, and I'm this is any program, and this is any person. Okay, this is not just because it's Dion's kid. This is not just about Colorado. It's not. It's not just because because it's not any of that. This is one of those things where, again, you want to bring back the local point the, the, the Frank, for, to our backyard. Frank Harris has two, two uh, conference championships, not national championships, not, you know, uh, not making New Year's Six or anything like that. But he succeeded to what he to where taking the team as far as he could take the team. So you've been there. You've been up to that point. Colorado hasn't been anywhere yet. 
Four wins is four wins with four more games to go is not done that's, yet. That's fine, but I don't think he so should the be. The focus should be on the field. The but, focus but, should but, be on but, Saturday but, days. The focus should be on UCLA, not watching LeBron it, course. It, it, it's a, that's to me that is so idiotic and selfish though, because you're not going to basically allow that to any other college athlete and thinking that's how everybody operates. I gave you an example how pro athletes that are getting paid eight figures a year, ten that are professionals, that they can sit there and lose a game game six a game five and you're invested in it and they're out on vacation the next day and they're, we, they're and not we, they're not sulking and, and, and we talk about and those that are too. professionals and but we this talk about but that this too. is what frustrates me there's people like y'all want it both ways y'all want to bitch and complain about the fact that this ain't collegiate anymore this ain't what i grew up they're getting money but yet still you want to criticize them like the professionals we're talking about like pick a side man like we're talking 19 and 20 year old kids and you're having a problem because i guarantee you if they would have showed him and he would have been in the press box or he would have been whatever then maybe you wouldn't have felt this way. And that right there, you have to really think back and step back and say, how does that make me sound? If I'm sitting here going to criticize a young man, okay, you know, not for what he's doing on the field, not the attitude he showed in the, in the loss with Stanford or how they gave up or not basically showed on the field, we're to the point where because there's so much attention that they get, and it's not Dion's fault, I mean, his son's fault. I mean, having to be my father be prime time. I'm sorry. But that the fact of it is we want to criticize somebody for pretty a young man for basically being in a situation where he's not at the game. Because I don't think this has to be a game. It has to be because he's courtside and he got seen. So if he was in the press box and didn't see him, people like Jonas would be okay with it. And that's where it doesn't make any sense. And that go out always will be repetitive. You will hear me say it because it's the perfect example. It's giving a guy going 150 mile an hour a $500 ticket in regards to because he's driving a new 2023 Lamborghini and because this guy's got money and this guy's an ass, he's probably think he's above the law. And then you're on a speed trap and somebody coming in with a Pinto. I'm going to stop banging on Honda Civics because I used to drive one. But Pintos, oh, we're going to make his only 30 because with this guy struggling. Man, I'm telling you, stop it. But thanks for the phone call, though, Chris. Keep grinding, man. When we get back, we'll talk about the NBA and some of the action that we saw. I want to take a look at some of the games tonight. Take a look again at some of these win totals. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here for the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. 
Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you. Cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 